Jamie Nye with you here on the Green Zone, live uh, from the VIP event before the Kinsman Celebrity Sports Dinner uh, tonight. Jose Bautista, Jose Barreos, Buck Martinez, and uh, the, at the VIP event, there's going to be other people that they uh, talk to this evening. Uh, Corey Mason's table is, I guess, foot away from me, so uh, I might be able to grab the uh, head coach uh, of the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders a little a bit later on uh, this afternoon. Uh, as uh, I'm live, Drew Remenda. Do, do we have yeah. Drew? There, there you are, He's Drew. Right there, yeah. are. Okay. there we go. How come? Uh, how come? Like, yeah, I'm, 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 never mind. Like, is your your backdrop is kind of disturbing me a little bit. You're. Well, do you want me to turn the camera so it looks like there's people behind me there? Now you well, can see just, that I'm actually at an event. <laughs> it makes me want to. Blink twice if you need a rescue right now is what it looks like. That's all I'm saying. The wall behind me, ladies and gentlemen, isn't isn't makes it look like I've been held captive in a basement. Exactly. But when I turn the camera to Drew, he can actually see it's that there's nice. dozens yeah. of people at the VIP event. Very nice. And waiting yeah. for the VIPs uh, to or the special guests to arrive uh, this afternoon. Uh, but Drew, um, yeah. Where do you want to start off with the hockey news today? There's like Jamie, so many things going on. Yeah. Let's start with it's been a it's been a very tough year for FOD for FOD is friends of Drew. Very good, Jamie. You're one of the few guys that got that this year. This uh, today, (laughs) Mike Babcock, Dean Evason, Jay Woodcroft, Lane Lambert, and now Todd McClellan have all taken hits. So FOD has taken a hit this year. To be, you're making me nervous as a fellow member of the FOD club. I think right right now we're only accepting uh, we're only accepting head coaches in the National Hockey League. Oh, okay. if, Mike, if Mike Sullivan goes, uh, then we're going to have to talk. But the the other aspect is this could have been this could not have been easy for Rob Blake. Rob Blake and Todd McClellan are friends. They're good friends. Todd coached Rob when he was here in San Jose. That's how the connection began. They are. Two guys who really respect and like each other. They hang out a lot uh, in the summer. They live just down the beach from each other. It could not have been an easy decision for Rob Blake. Todd's going to be okay. Todd's going to be fine. You know, he's he's done well in his coaching career, and he's a very smart guy and not an extravagant, extravagant man. So he's going to be fine. Whether he wants to coach again will be an interesting thing. Now, what it sets up is uh, um, Hillier is, is now the interim coach, but... Marco Sturm, who coached with Todd, did a great job with the German national team at the Olympics in uh, Korea, I think it was, wasn't it? Um, where, they, where they just came up so short to beating the Russians for a gold medal. He is their head coach with the Ontario Reign. He went down there. They, they, he wanted to go down to the AHL and coach that team to get head coaching experience in North America. He may be the next guy they tag to step in behind the Los Angeles Kings bench, but that won't be until next season. Yeah, Tom McClellan, Tom McClellan uh, fired earlier today. Uh, it's been a busy uh, news cycle for NHL Oof. All-Star Week. We had the Elias Lindholm trade. I don't know what they were thinking last night in the draft. The Canuck group, they drafted, They were all on the same team, and they didn't pick Elias they didn't Lindholm. Pick they didn't pick like, him. Come on, yeah. Buble, what are you doing? Yeah. And not well. go inviting him over. And I'm, I'm expecting a trade tonight during the skills competition that they'll make a trade so. to have Elias Lindholm. Uh, Wow. Uh, come over and join them. Uh, but the other uh, news today, we're going to talk to Jamie Thomas about the uh, trade today uh, with Sean Monahan going to the New, uh, the New York Jets, uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, it was the Montreal. They might be Canadian. able to use him. 
See, Drew. New York Jets. Drew will sometimes do the hockey reference instead of the football <laughs> reference. I'm the other way around. I'll do the football <laughs> reference instead of the hockey reference. Uh, yes, the Winnipeg Jets get Sean Monahan. Although, if he can throw the football, maybe the New York Jets maybe. will look at him. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens uh, get a first round pick and a conditional third in 2027. Uh, but my favorite news of the day was finding out that the NHL is going back to the Olympics in 2026 and 2030. Really? And really? Uh, I was excited about that. I'm pumped. You're not pumped about this? Well, for here's here's the thing. I, I read in Sportsnet today. One of the one of the lines was that we haven't had a best on best tournament. What the hell do you think the playoffs are in the National Hockey League? <laughs> Who in who's playing in Europe that isn't the best? That that. Who's who? Like, is, name somebody in Europe that's that's playing. That oh boy, I wish we he was playing here. But and, in the Stanley Cup final, you don't have McKinnon and McDavid and Crosby and because Bedard they've already gone through each other. All, the, that's all that stuff on the same team going up against Jack Eichel and Austin Matthews and the Hugheses so, well, and everything the other, else. The that's point, the too. difference between your best on best oh, and please. my best on best. The best on best I get to watch for six weeks. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous how good the playoffs are. So, so don't tell me you, you don't have a best on best. You're not excited about the NHL well, being back at the Olympics? Are you going to be excited when Canada gets absolutely shelled because they don't have any goaltenders? <laughs> Seriously. When, when they lose the gold medal game to the Americans. is Will they get to the gold medal game? Who's the best Canadian goalie right now? I don't mean to dismiss any Canadian goalie out there. But when you look at who's loaded up for goaltenders, it is not Canada anymore. That ship sailed when Brodeur, Luongo, Wa, Joseph left. There they went and and started coaching and management careers. Name me a goalie in two years that you're going to count on to lead you to a gold medal game. It won't matter who's in that. They're going to score so many goals. Oh yeah, that, that can that works matter out. What's mm-hmm. in? They're going to be the Edmonton Oilers of the Olympics. They just outscore their problems. But Stuart Skinner might be the guy for Canada. I love, I'm telling you, Mackenzie Blackwood behind the group. Mackenzie Blackwood has been be, brilliant this year. That's he's underrated maybe, in San Jose. Yes, but he's he, a, he is a young, he may be decent the guy. Canadian goaltender, but. I'm telling you guys, it, it doesn't. If you don't have goaltending, you don't got nothing. So. Jamie and I, Drew Amendo with you here on the Green Zone. Uh, are but you, this are, was this is a this was the thing though that the players wanted. The players wanted badly, um, and the the owners and and the league acquiesced. They don't want to shut down their league like they have to. The only league in the world that has to completely shut down in order to allow their teams to go over last in korea there was the problem of insurance and and uh, all kinds of other issues the other aspect that the nhl is not happy about is the fact that they don't they don't get to use any of this as far as their players going to the olympics they can't use any reproduction video or otherwise regarding what their players are doing at the olympics owners were not in favor of this they didn't like this but the players are getting their way on this, and and they've given they've given a lot in the last few years, especially during the COVID times when it came to um, escrow, when it came came to taking cuts, and this was the payback from Mr. Bettman. Yeah, and the, the, as for the insurance, uh, Gary Bettman was uh, 
he was happy guy today. Uh, the insurance will not pay, be pay, paid by the National Hockey League no, team. It It'll be paid by the IIHF and uh, each Olympic committee. Uh, so, like, Hockey Canada and USA Canada and their Olympic committees, they will pay for the insurance of those players representing Canada at the Olympic Games in Italy. And Russia go. Well, that, they're making a decision on that, the AAHF president said, later this year for the next year. Yeah. So then like we'll 20. see about 2026 how long exactly. it goes. Exactly. There's a lot well, of... It's, still I, a lot I of think it's impacting the, the world juniors, and I, I know there's... I don't know. I don't really shed a tear uh, that the Russian sanctions have come down internationally on where Russia is right now on the global stage, but uh, when you get closer and closer to the 2026 Olympics, it sounds more and more likely that Russia will be back. Or the, what do they call them? Rock? The Russian Olympic or the Olympic International Athletes from Russia or the whatever flag. The, yeah, yeah, the Olympic the Olympic athletes. I don't even think they use the R word, do they? I don't oh, yeah, know. that's right. Uh, but we'll, we'll see where it goes in the uh, uh, coming well, probably a year until we find out if, well, I don't even know if Ovechkin will still be playing by 2026. Uh, no but way. Kucherov Sid, and some will others. Sid, will Sid be still oh, playing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You put this in front of him to play with McDavid and McKinnon? Sidney Crosby's at those Olympics. He He's going to be the Mario Lemieux of these Olympics, like the 2002. He's going to be having that puck go between his feet rather than intercepting the pass at the Olympic Games, which is one of the most brilliant uh, moves with uh, Mario in those Olympics as that pass slid across the ice and he let it go all the way through. That's going to be Sidney Crosby in 2026. If you ask, if you ask Mario and, and he says, I just missed it. <laughs> He's being I humble. I didn't even he's, see it. I just missed he's, it. He's being humble. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Nye, Drew Romendo with you here on the Green Zone. Still to come, John Shannon's going to join us to talk about a busy day in the National Hockey League. Uh, Jamie Thomas as well on the Winnipeg Jets trade. Of course, uh, preview of the negotiating window opening up, uh, opening up next week. Justin Dunk will tell us who he expects the Riders to be chasing. Maybe I can glean some info when Corey Mace arrives uh, here in the room as well on that one. We'll see. As the Green Zone continues live from TCU Place on 980-CJME and 650-CKOM. Jamie Dime with you here live at TCU Place, the site of the Kinsman Celebrity Sports Dinner, the VIP reception now. Of course, the dinner starts at 6.30 tonight at TCU Place. Busy time in Saskatoon. you got the uh, tanker going on at the uh, Nutana as they have the final two draws to decide the final four to play in the weekend for the Men's Provincial Curling Championship. The Blades at home tonight. Uh, the Rush on Saturday, then the Blades back on uh, Sunday. Uh, so busy time in sports, but in the W. The Pats also on home ice uh, tonight. All five Saskatchewan teams, in fact, playing this evening. Uh, but uh, Drew Remenda. Yeah. Sad news in the entertainment world today. Yeah. Carl Weathers uh, died. Um, one of your, I imagine one of your favorite characters. Absolutely. Uh, when you talk about uh, Rocky as one of Drew's. Uh, is that your number one go-to sports movie franchises rocky drew oh yeah yeah with the exception of number five they were all riveting uh rocky five was horrible 
like absolutely horrible. But he made it up with Rocky Balboa, which has got one of the best speeches to a son you could ever give a, a young man in your life. The uh, yeah, you loved. I loved uh, Carl Weathers. Thought he was great, and of course he was iconic in Happy Gilmore. As Charles oh, Peterson, yes. Happy yeah, Gilmore, yeah, yeah. Predator. Um, um, yep. And he, uh, and he was also just, in Mandalorian as well. Mandalorian. The last time, the, 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 the commercial with, with Gronk. Yeah, with Gronk. He's the, he drives up and it says, you're not going to miss this time. And for Gronk's kick or whatever he's doing yeah. again at this Super Bowl yeah. 2.0, uh, that was where I, I was just, that's why I was like, what? I just, he's on the commercial with Gronk. And it's, yeah, but Apollo Sad. Creed, uh, you could do you could do a whole like top five characters in his career, and they're yeah. all fantastic. Um, so Action Jackson, did you ever see that one? Action Jackson, that's probably before your time. Uh, that is before that was, my time. I apologize yeah, for that. But Brett will know that one. Action Jackson was uh, was a very interesting movie of the '80s, which I absolutely loved because it's Carl Weathers just beating the heck out of people and shooting them. Hey, how much better can you get? <laughs> that is a tremendous type of movie right there. It's my movie right there. Yeah, it's sad. It's very sad. I don't I was I'm surprised I could work today. Well you were you were uh I know Apollo Creed's one of your uh, favorite characters yeah, in movie, hi- yeah. movie history. Absolutely. Um but uh, sad news uh, today. Uh, of course, in the entertainment world. Uh, more coming up uh, here on the Green Zone. John Shannon's going to join us as the NHL's going back uh, to the Olympics. Uh, we'll see if John agrees with uh, Drew that maybe Canada won't be a gold medal favorite uh, at those games. I think it's the United States. Like that team. Ooh. They're really good. <laughs> and they're young. My right now they're young. Good. Right now, but by 2026, 2030, uh, not going to be young. Uh, but uh, more coming up here on the Green Zone. But right now, time for the one-minute drill. Time now for the one-minute drill, the latest in sports. And it was a busy day in the NHL. Of course, Gary Bettman announces that they're going back to the Olympics in 2026 and 2030. The L.A. Kings have fired Todd McClellan, named Jim Hillier the interim coach for the rest of the year. They've won just three times in their last 17 games for the Kings. And... Uh, all of a sudden went from a best start in team history mm-hmm. to almost out of a playoff spot. And the Winnipeg Jets have acquired Sean Monahan in a trade with the Montreal uh, Canadiens today. Also, WHL action tonight. As mentioned, the Blades are at home against the Medicine Hat Tigers. Uh, you also have Moose Jaw at home to PA. The Swifter and Broncos are traveling down Highway 1 uh, to visit the Regina Pats tonight in the WHL. And at the men's tankard, Going on right now, Mike McEwen trying to improve to 4-0, up 3-2 on Kaltoff this afternoon. Steve Laycock's also 3-0, but is down 4-2 right now, uh, trying to hold on to a playoff spot there. John Shannon coming up next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Live at TCU Place, downtown Saskatoon, the Kinsman Celebrity Sports Dinner, Jose Bautista, Jose Barreos, Buck Martinez, as well as a couple of riders, Jorgen Houston, heading the new head coach, Corey Mace. They'll be swinging in here uh, tonight, 6.30, uh, the dinner. And uh, Drew Remenda is out on the West Coast waiting for the American Hockey League game all-star game uh, this yes. weekend. 
And on the line with us is Sportsnet analyst and uh, host of Bob McCowan uh, podcast is the great John Shannon uh, once again. John, thanks for your time. Hello, boys. How are you? Very well, hey, Johnny. Uh, John. Uh, are, okay, I'm I'm pumped about having the NHL back in the Olympics. What did you think of the news today for 2026 and 2030? Uh, well, I'm not surprised. This was part of the promise of extending the collective bargaining agreement during COVID. Um, and really, the onus of, of this, guys, was on uh, the game at an international level. It wasn't the NHL. It was the IOC and, and particularly the IIHF. And they had, they had the the contingencies to to fix. They had the all the protocols to fix, the insurance to pay, the travel to pay, and they finally uh, bucked up and agreed to pay. And so what we're what we're going to get is we're going to get the NHL with more access to opportunities to use media at the Olympics, and we're going to get uh, players going without worrying about insurance issues. And we're going to get great hockey, so it, it just makes sense, and it's about time, and it, thank goodness it's been put to bed, and we don't have to clamor about it for two more years. We can now start figuring out who's going to play goal for Canada. Yeah, we were just going to talk about that, and I've been saying right now, when you look at the goaltending situation for Canada, we are not top of the charts anymore at all. You're being kind. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm being, being really kind. nice. I mean, I, I, yeah. so, uh, in fact, I, I would say that the, the conversation that exists is uh, if you name the top four Canadian-born goaltenders in the in the league today, Connor Ingram, uh, Aiden Hill, Stu Skinner, and Mackenzie Blackwood. Correct. Uh, that might be the list, Drew. Correct. Uh, and that's not a criticism of those guys. That's just a, a reality. We have good NHL goaltending in Canada. We don't have great NHL goaltending in Canada, and other teams do. Do you know why? Why is that? What happened? Like we, we were going back, and it was like Eddie Belfer and Patrick Waugh and Martin Brodeur and Curtis Joseph and then Roberto Luongo and Carey Price. What is why, John? I have a theory, as I, as Drew will tell you. I always have theories. Um, <laughs> a long time ago, when, when in our country, um, minor in minor hockey, and this is true for Saskatchewan, and it's true for I think every province and territory. Uh, somebody had the brilliant idea privately to say we're going to make goaltending a business. We're not going to make it truly part of the minor hockey programs. So in Sweden and Finland uh, and the U.S. to some extent, and obviously in Russia, uh, when they when they can play, um, goaltending coaching exists for free in minor hockey. If you play elite goaltending in minor hockey in Canada, you have to go and pay for it which means the most expensive position in hockey becomes even that much more expensive. And so we have, we have created this whole business model in minor hockey where um, it, it's really cost prohibitive to have your best athletes be goaltenders. 
and therefore the best athletes that play our game are now defensemen and forwards, and they're not goalies. That's my and, and that's and by the way, that's one of my personal theories. Uh, I, I saw it firsthand. My son was a goalie, um, and you saw how players got developed. And I just you, you, you know the the elite goaltenders you talked about. You know the top four goaltenders in the history of the NHL are all from the province of Quebec. You know when you think of Marty and and Patrick and Roberto Luongo and Mark Andre Fleury. Um, but man, that's a long time ago now, and really, the business of goaltending has changed the whole perspective in our country. And I'm not sure it's changed. I think it's become part of the regular system in the other countries. And, and part of that system as well is the East, if where you are as a goaltender, the top goaltending coaches who are say coaching some of the top professional teams, they also come down, trickle down, and work with everybody else within that organization. Yep. So it's not just you're not just sticking with with the top guys that they, they spread their knowledge, which is which is fabulous. Um, so I think that's a great point, John. Let's let's switch to uh, our friend uh, Todd McClellan. Yeah, to talk today, and this had to be a tough decision for the simple fact of Rob Blake and Todd are friends. They're close. They spend a lot of time together. They live down the beach from each other. Yeah, but when. When you look at that, this situation, when you look at coaches that have been uh, let go this year, how do you look at the NHL coaching situation as far as are they becoming more disposable than ever? Um, I think it's 13 coaches in nine months now, Drew. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's six coaches this season, and I'm not including Mike Babcock in that, who was let go just before the season started. Um there is a level of disposability in their in their job description now. Yes, um, you, you, what we live in in a in a in a cap year in a cap world, and remember, coaches aren't part of the cap system, so that might have an effect too. Um, and guaranteed contracts, it's much easier to change one than than twenty three or any of the twenty three. Um, and what's happening now is, and L.A.'s in this picture, is there are 25 teams that think they're going to make the Stanley Cup playoffs. And there's an urgency to make the playoffs. And, and we've seen that. We saw it earlier in Edmonton. Uh, and in so many ways, the amount of revenue generated on a nightly basis, like in, in January and February, mm-hmm. um, these teams feel. They feel it every day. Uh, and, you know, there's a great example of this is that uh, earlier in the season, the Edmonton Oilers played the New York Rangers at home, and the Rangers beat Edmonton 3 nothing. And after the, second, after the second period ended and the intermission started, uh, usually a great time to buy memorabilia, souvenirs, you know, sweaters, jerseys, hats, blah, blah, blah. The Edmonton Oilers sold zero dollars. Wow. And it's a ripple effect through the organization to say, we've got a problem, Houston. And that's, wow. the type of thing, that's the type of thing beyond the wins and losses that pushes clubs to say, what are we going to do? We have to turn this around. I can guarantee you that the night that Andre Kopitar was saluted uh, at Crypto.com and Rob Blake was booed on the ice as he presented... Uh, Kopitar with his award. 
Yep. That was the message to the organization. Houston, we have a problem. So that's I, I, astounding. Is it becoming more that then than just okay? We we can be patient. We can be patient. It's more of okay. The fans aren't happy. We got to make change. Uh, more well, ever now than before. The fans aren't happy, but we expect to make the playoffs because we've told them we expect to make the playoffs. And so we have now thirty games to rectify this situation. And not only the are you know when when we're talking about the Los Angeles Kings making the playoffs. That's probably five to six million dollars a game at home in the playoffs for them. You know, and, and not telling tales out of school. I mean, Todd was nope. making around five million. Yeah. So y- what you have to do is, y- if you think your team is good enough to get to the second round, you're talking you're talking five home games. That's twenty five million dollars. Twenty-five million dollars to the bottom line of your organization—that will—that might decide, Jamie, whether you are a, a a profit-making organization this season. And I think there's a lot of people who are looking at books and looking at revenues and saying, "Holy smokes, we got to do something. We got to make the playoffs, and we have to ensure ourselves of that." And we can't trade Pierre Luc Dubois just yet. No, nobody would take him. <laughs> and we can't, you know, we're. We, we, you know, we we haven't found our goaltender yet, um, and 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 then Todd becomes the victim. So the other teams that have made big splashes, the Winnipeg Jets, yeah, getting Sean Monahan, and then Vancouver, I think, making a, a wonderful deal when getting Lindholm. When you look at these Canadian teams now, and you look at Vancouver and Edmonton, Winnipeg, Toronto. You got four teams that are solid, solid hockey clubs. Uh-huh. Over the Canadian teams, and you watch them closer, closer than I do, Johnny. Which one do you like? Which one do you think? Hey, this team is they're for real. Uh, well, I re- I really like Vancouver, um, yeah. and I really like Edmonton. I have a bias with Edmonton, as people in Saskatoon know. They see us every once in a while, still on the television. Uh, you know, just spewing out information, but um, I am, Johnny, Johnny, I've got a bias for Edmonton too, but in a different way. But anyway, continue. <laughs> continue. <on. laughs> I'm well aware, Drew. That's okay. That's okay. We, uh, hey, Drew, we learn to live with all of our biases. <laughs> exactly, um, pal. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, and and what you what you like about Vancouver is, I think Thatcher Demko is the real deal. Quinn Hughes is the real, and and the, the the defensive system that has been put in place by Adam Foote in Vancouver has done marvelous things. Um, what, having getting Lindholm there, they're going to improve themselves in the faceoff circle. And despite what the analytics nerds say, I truly believe that faceoffs are still important. Yes, and if they you are. start with the puck, there's a good chance you will finish with the puck. Yes, you will. I think that's exactly the same. Um, um, uh, logic that Kevin Cheveldayoff used in Winnipeg. They really have needed to improve their face-offs. Sean Monaghan is very good in the face-off circle. He's another big body. He's healthy this year. Um, when you look at the centers for the Winnipeg Jets now, Mark Shifley, and he'll be back soon, maybe even as early as Tuesday. So Mark Shifley, Sean Monaghan, Adam Lowry, and then Nemesnikov gets moved to the position where he should have been all along, which is the fourth center. 
man, oh, man, that's a pretty prolific team down the middle. Uh, and, and they look impressive. I don't, I don't think, and Drew, you, you can speak to this because you know more about the game than I do. I don't think really. the Jets' defense, I don't think the Jets' defense is, is tough enough to play in playoff hockey. I think they can get pushed around, which is what they did last year uh, against Vegas. Um, and I think they have to fix something there still. But when you look at uh, when you look at the Canadian teams, they've all done a good job of of strengthening down the middle and trying to beef up on the blue line. And and look what, look at the size of the Vancouver Canucks now. Huge. When you add huge, yeah, Sidorov and Myers and Ian Cole, they are a uh, they're a, a big big team back there. And big defense wins don't doesn't it, Drew? Yep, absolutely, and we and Vegas proved it last year. Big, right. tough, re- relentless SOBs, without a doubt. Well, look, look, look at St. Louis. Our old pal Ken yeah. Hitchcock, when they won this, when they when the when the Blues won the Cup in 2019, he he called that defense Condors. Yeah, you know, yeah, I remember that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Col- Colton Pareko and Edmondson and 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 Petrangelo, who was there then. London, yeah. Oof. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. They are big, big body defensemen. That's what you need when you get to the postseason. Well, John, uh, uh, thanks for joining us. I'm just going to end with the, uh, we start with the Olympics, end with the Olympics. Who is the gold medal favorite uh, right now for 2026? USA. 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 Can, can, Canada, you, can Canada make a trade for Thatcher Demko? Well, you know what? You know, in the world of Olympics, you know, we could probably try to find one of those Connor Hellebuck, Thatcher Demko guys. Uh, maybe, you know, I know a friend. I could get a passport quick. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, enjoy the uh, rest of the uh, weekend in the All-Star break. Thanks, Johnny. Say, pa- uh, say hello to my pal Buck Martinez for me, will you? Uh, will do. Uh, once uh, Buck arrives here at the event uh, tonight, that is John Shannon from Sports at Bob McCowan Podcast, and always appreciate him taking the time for us here on uh, the Green Zone. And so we are live from TCU Place uh, for the Kinsman Sports Celebrity Dinner. Of course, Jose Bautista, Jose Barrios, Buck Martinez, and a couple of the riders, Jorgen Houston, Corey Mace, among the special guests here uh, this evening. More coming up on the Green Zone, including football at 4 on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Continuing on with you live from TCU Place, downtown Saskatoon, the site of the Kinsman Celebrity Sports Dinner tonight. Of course, the special guests, Jose Bautista, Jose Barrios, Buck Martinez among them. As uh, we get also set for the end of the tanker this weekend in Saskatoon, a lot of WHL hockey and All-Star Weekend. Um, the skills competition goes tonight. I still, I'm still going with Pedersen winning the skills competition because he's got the hardest shot. He can pass the puck. Yeah, I don't know about the speed part of it, but I think Pedersen's the guy I'm going with, Drew Romenda, to win the skills competition. Uh, Jamie, they can all shoot the puck like out of this world yeah, nowadays. It harder than they can always else. pass. He won last year. All, he won the hardest yeah, shot last. They can year. always they can all pass. They can all skate, and the the skill level of NHL players these days is absolutely through the roof. It's, it amazes me every single day, especially when you're down at ice level during the game. That is it's incredible the speed at which the game is played, how hard they pass the puck, how easily they pick it up. See who comes in, especially if it's not in their wheelhouse, and they pick it up off their skates and kick. It's amazing the skill level of these guys. They are incredible. That's why 
if they I, if they care tonight, if they go hard tonight and they try, it would be a fun thing to watch. Connor McDavid better try because this was his idea to go 12 guys yeah. mano yeah. a mano to see who can win it all. So, But I'm still and going maybe to that, Elias Pettersson. Maybe, maybe that will be enough to, to get the competitive juices flowing and guys don't have to feel that like last year and years before where they were just too cool to really try. Yeah. Nobody, nobody said you couldn't try. Trying is cool. Uh, time down for the one-minute drill. And a busy day in hockey during the All-Star break. The Winnipeg Jets acquire veteran center Sean Monahan in a trade with the Montreal Canadiens, a first-round pick and a conditional third-round pick for the Montreal Canadiens. The L.A. Kings fire Todd McClellan, named Jim Hillier, the interim coach for the rest of the season. The Kings have fallen back after a great start to the season, three wins in their last 17. Gary Bettman, along with the NHLPA and the IIHF, announced today the NHL is, in fact, back for the Olympics in 2026 and 2030. And in the WHL tonight, all five Saskatchewan teams on the ice. You have the Regina Pats home to Swift Current. The Moose Jaw Warriors are home to the PA Raiders. Well, the Saskatoon Blades have home ice tonight against the Medicine Hat Tigers. Football at four with Britton Gray coming up on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.